Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone. For drivers who want to get the most out of their cars, it's Bridgestone or nothing. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. This is Autoline Daily for August 15, 2011, and now the news. You know, the rank and file in the UAW do not like that two-tier wage structure. According to the Detroit News, a dissident faction called the Auto Worker Caravan is stirring things up. It even held a rally last weekend, but it was not well attended. New workers only earn about half of what veteran employees make, and they're not happy about it. They're urging their colleagues to vote no on continuing the two-tier payment plan. But you know, this could actually play into the hands of UAW President Bob King, since it could give him leverage as he negotiates with the Detroit automakers. We've been following how car sales in China are slowing down this year, but Ward's report, the market is cooling off a lot faster than anyone expected. One analyst says sales may only grow 1% this year, compared to a 46% increase in 2009 and 32% last year. The low end of the market is faring worse than the luxury segment, but the luxury segment could be hit by the end of the year. Overall, foreign joint ventures are doing better than the domestic automakers. Despite the slowdown this year, the same analyst predicts double-digit increases in sales starting next year and running through 2015. And sticking with the Chinese market for the moment, Hatai Motors is in talks with Malaysian automaker Proton about a possible partnership. Not too many details are known because the tie-up is not yet official, but analysts speculate Proton is looking to get into the Chinese market and Hatai is interested in building cars in Malaysia to avoid import fees. You might remember that Hatai was one of the companies rumored to be buying Saab and Proton owns Lotus. I think we'll see more of these smaller players trying to become bigger players by joining forces. Heavy truck sales are rolling strong in the North American market. They were up more than 30% in the U.S. and in Canada last month. But do you know who the players are? In Class 7 and 8, the biggest semi-trucks, Daimler is the dominant player in the American market with four brands. Freightliner, Western Star, Fuso, and Sterling, though Sterling is being phased out. Next comes International. In third spot is Packard with two brands, Kenworth and Peterbilt. And then comes Volvo Truck, which sells two brands, Mack and Volvo. Hino, which is part of the Toyota Group, and UD Trucks round out the big truck brands in the North American market. Here's a story for all you vintage Bimmer fans out there. Autoblog reports a BMW dealership in Ontario, Canada closed its doors in 1988. Okay, that's not a big deal, but here's the kicker. Rather than selling off all the inventory, the owner left two pristine, brand new cars in the showroom. A 635 CSI and an E25 5 Series. Plus, there's allegedly an underground storage facility with even more vintage treasures. If you're already foaming at the mouth, don't get too excited. Apparently, the proprietor has zero interest in selling. I just thought we'd tease you today. Coming up next, a look at which car company spends the most amount of money on research and development. 
reducing exhaust emissions, aerified diesel particulate filters, high filtration, low back pressure, small package size, excellent durability. DowAerify.com. Car companies cannot come out with new products unless they spend the money to develop them. So we dug through piles of annual reports to find out which automaker invests the most money in R&D, which is where the car companies book their expense for new product development. We also looked at which companies spend the most on R&D as a percentage of their total revenue. So let's take a look, shall we? Seamus McElroy prepared this report. It's no surprise to see that the top three R&D spenders are also the three largest automakers in the world, Volkswagen, Toyota, and General Motors. VW spent over $9.2 billion last year, which is close to a billion more than Toyota, which spent a billion and a half more than GM. Looking at the rest of the list, there isn't much variation between where a car company ranked in R&D spending and how much revenue it brought in for the year. But if you look at R&D as a percentage of revenue, only VW remains in the top three. BMW and Honda jumped to the top of the list, each spending 5.5% of revenues on R&D, with VW just a tenth back from both. Perhaps the biggest shock is how far Toyota falls, nearly out of the top 10. It spends just 3.8% of revenues on R&D. Ford also takes a tumble, barely staying ahead of Toyota. Of course, Toyota is about to launch a product offensive, so these numbers could climb. With all the success Hyundai and Kia have had recently, it's surprising to see both companies at the bottom of the list in both categories. Does this mean Hyundai-Kia could lose its momentum over the next several years with so little spent on research? Or does it mean they simply get more bang for their buck? We suspect it's the latter. Fiat and Chrysler are also at the bottom of the lists. Maybe Chrysler was holding back on spending while it was still partly owned by the U.S. and Canadian governments. If you combine R&D spending for the two, they're still middle of the pack. And as a percent of revenue, they're still at the bottom. Thanks for that report, Seamus. By the way, these are numbers the investment community tracks closely for a hint at who will have a stronger product line in the future. Click today's show notes at our website, AutolineDetroit.tv, to download a file that contains all the R&D spending numbers for the automakers. Before we go, don't forget you can download an all-new episode of Roundabout at AutolineDetroit.tv. This week, a new app that aggregates the world's most fun roads, an unlikely actor who crashed his McLaren F1, and a scooter that can seat a whopping 25 passengers. All that and more right now in the John's Journal of our website. And on Thursday, don't miss Autoline After Hours from the Woodward Dream Cruise, along with our signature sponsor, Mopar. That will be a great night. But that wraps up this show. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.